Hi, and welcome to Fed Talks. I'm your host, EJ Fed Talks. How's everybody doing? So I know I haven't done an episode in a few weeks, and, uh, uh, well, nobody has noticed or cared. Uh, so I have nothing to apologize for, but the reason I haven't recorded, and yes, I have been having microphone problems. I bought a new microphone. It didn't work. I'm back to using my old one that broke and just holding it like an old timey, uh, like, like Kermit the Frog on the street doing interviews. Um, and the reason I haven't recorded is largely because I have been too depressed to listen to myself talk for 30 minutes. And that hasn't necessarily gone away, but I thought maybe I would talk about that. Uh, maybe it'll be useful. Uh, probably not, but uh, one of the main reasons I keep doing this uh, doing this podcast with zero listeners is uh, uh, my my friend Summer pointed out that it was. You know, because I started it out during the pandemic when everything was all wild. And she pointed out that it, that it would be, I would be happy to have sort of a record of my thoughts during this very weird time. And that's largely the reason I want to do this. And maybe just say some stuff and hear how it sounds. Uh, feel free to not listen. I always feel weird when people know things about me. So, uh, you know... I'm going to feel strange about posting this. Uh, I will talk about the new Batman movie towards the end, uh, unless I run out of time. Well, this, that's your cliffhanger, which will be resolved in real time. Uh, so, yeah, and when I, when, I, when I say depressed, it's not like a, a thing where I, I can't function or you have to worry about me. Uh, Partly because I guess I've had it on and off for long enough that uh, uh, <laughs> not getting up in the morning was not an option. You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter how I feel. I'll lose my job if I don't go to work. Uh, or when I was younger, I'd just get hit. Um, so it's, you know, I still live life such as it is these days I've still I kind of backed off from doing stuff again guys uh which maybe is partly because I feel crummy and is partly uh because like the one social thing I do now is I watch tv with my Sunday friends on Sunday as you can tell from the name and they are all being super careful and one of them in particular is caring for some elderly relatives and I would be devastated if I accidentally passed along something so uh, that's part of the reason I don't really do anything right now um, basically what I'm saying is I'm a good friend and anybody who tells you otherwise is lying except the people to whom I've been a bad friend they have points uh, but you should ask what's wrong with them uh huh before you point out the speck in my eye deal with the plank in yours baby um so yeah with with me it's more just sort of a a uh i am 
get through the day. I go to work. I do my usual stuff. But, but I feel very disconnected and just kind of gray. Like everything is just gray. And I'm... God, it's hard to talk about. It's weird to talk about. And honestly, that's... Here's the thing. This is... We're going for some honesty here. A reason why I don't usually talk to people about it. And there are very nice people that I care about and who care about me that would be more than happy to 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 listen if I needed to talk. Uh, since I've already mentioned Summer, I will point out specifically that she often has to remind me, you know, you can talk to me when see you if if things are bad and you need to talk to somebody. And uh, I especially have to point that out because I think she still listens to the show sometimes. So uh, she needs to know that her contributions are valued. But part of part of what's going on is there's no way to say this without sounding psychotic. My brain is telling me a lot of stuff. You know, that's to me, that's where the, the meat of depression is is it feels like my brain is actively working against me. It is telling me how terrible I am all the time. It is reminding me of failures and embarrassments and uh, just everything I've done wrong and and just out of nowhere I'll get hit with with uh, like like a PowerPoint presentation of how I'll ultimately disappoint everybody who cares about me. And it's, you know, it just the calls are coming from inside the house, you know? And the thing is, I know it isn't true. I know it's part of whatever's going on is my, my, you know, <laughs> got a bad brain and it's, it's acting up. And I guess I'm lucky enough in that I am able to, uh, 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 distinguish that. I know there are people that have it worse than me. I, you know, many of them. I probably have the lowest grade depression of anybody who's depressed, but I can't speak to anybody else's experience. And so I'm, you know, I am certainly not, just know that as I talk. It's worse for literally almost everybody. But I'm the one who's talking and uh, that's all I can, that's all I can talk about is what I know. And so I'm, like, I am able to have these thoughts come upon me and know that they aren't true. Like, I'm, I know it's just stuff that's coming up because of, because of how I feel. And I know that, uh, you know, uh, that uh, I have friends, and I'm, I'm kind of a failure, but, like, in ways I'm comfortable with. Like, I've, I've reckoned with that. Uh, that doesn't even work as, a, as an insult on me. <laughs> you big failure? Yeah. Don't I know it? Whoa. Brother, I have screwed up, huh? Pass the chips. Uh, so it, it's this... And so I know a lot of it isn't true. And that's where it's difficult to talk to somebody because that is the thing they will try to, to tell you is, uh, like, you know that's not true. Yeah, I do. I don't like that it's coming into my brain. Uh, and that's that's not necessarily 
the reason why I'm depressed, it's part of... It's like the... Those aren't thoughts that cause the depression. They just come along when it's upon me, if that makes sense. And it's really hard to... to Because that's like the easiest part of it to talk about. And it's the part that makes the least sense. And, you know, it doesn't actually help to be told that, you know, those things are wrong. Because I, I'm already on board for that. It just doesn't make that stop, you know? And uh, so, but it does make it, it makes it tough to be EJ when you got that going on. And uh, like I said, that's largely the reason I haven't recorded is even now I, 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 I hate it. I hate just listening to myself and go, oh, I'm going to put this in a place where people can hear it, you know, because that it, it feels bad bad it feels like I, I don't want to spend time with me but I'm stuck with me you know um I'm gonna regret all of this I I hope this one ends up with zero downloads I will feel much more comfortable that way um and uh and look this might even be the cause of it I'm not a doctor or even particularly observant but I have had just killer insomnia for months. And I had it real bad back in 2020 in the earliest days of lockdown. And something I dealt with sporadically on and off. Uh, but uh, especially now that I have my Fitbit, which actually monitors my sleep. And uh, I mean, it's probably not flawless. You'd probably need some sort of University of Michigan tube to monitor your sleep completely but it is almost always for the last few months been between one and if I'm lucky three and a half hours a night um if I take something like uh boy I again and don't, don't listen to this go away uh this is this is just meant for me as an exercise uh if I take twice the Tylenol PM you're supposed to take. I can get about six hours of sleep and then feel crummy the next day. Um, I've tried a bunch of stuff and sometimes it'll work for one or two nights and then it just doesn't. Um, honestly, the last... And read into this what you will, I guess. The last time I slept well was in December. I went to San Francisco and then Las Vegas to visit people and in both of those cities, slept like a log the whole time. Um, and honestly, that's part of the, maybe part of what kicked off the the uh, current round of depression is, and it, it, I know it's what caused my bad one earlier in the pandemic, was I didn't have anything to look forward to. Um, it used to be I would sort of, I know I've talked about this, like just have... And it mostly be like like entertainment things, like a movie was coming out on this day and the season premiere of this on this day, and I could just sort of keep a thing and say, all right, well, in five days, it's a new Mario game. And that all just kind of stopped. And then, you know, because I'd really been looking forward my, to my trip and seeing people I like that I... And uh, then... Then... Uh, 
you know what? Seeing people that I love. Let's get in touch with my feelings. Uh, and then, and this is stupid. Then the Spider-Man movie was like immediately after that. And I'd really been looking forward to that. And once that, like literally the day after Spider-Man, it was like, I got nothing on the docket. And that's probably partly the uh, depression. But uh, back to the insomnia, uh, I think that is maybe the biggest, like I think it's a cause of depression rather than a symptom. Like I'm not staying up because because I'm having dark thoughts. I'm having dark thoughts because I'm up all night with nothing to do. Uh, you know, it's just me and my brain. Um, I'm not locked in here with it. It's locked in here with me. And that, I think, is really kicking it off. If I just started sleeping normally, probably be right as rain. Maybe not. I'm still awake. There's stuff that happens, you know, during the waking hours that brings me down. But I think that's the biggest, you know, just in case anybody's legitimately worried about me and says, no, it's probably lack of sleep. That's, uh, I've come to an uneasy peace with my self-image, but... Man, when you when you're laying awake for eight of the ten hours that you're in bed, whoa, it gets ripe. Ah, uh, so that has been difficult, and I don't know going forward how frequently I'll record until I'm feeling better. Because again, I feel like I'm it's just like driving needles into my brain right now. I've ki I. I got to listen to this guy. Uh, and I, you know, and it'll be better. And maybe I should just make it a point to record anyway. And maybe that'll help. Look, I don't know. The last thing I'm going to do is actually get expert advice. Uh, I'm going to treat this like my hernia where I'm just going to have it and <laughs> have it until I can't, uh, <laughs> until it actually prevents me from progressing physically, I guess. Um, so that's my deal. That's about all I'm comfortable talking about. Uh, um, so instead, since I mentioned my hernia, I might as well give you some good news. And this is, I think, especially impressive considering my mental state and the fact that I'm not sleeping is, uh, my continued attempts at weight loss. And as of this morning, I am down 32 pounds from January 12th. It's actually more than that since I started trying, but I started actually I lo started logging things in on my Fitbit in uh, on January 12th, so that's what it's tracking from, and that's just what I'm using. And you know what? I think that's pretty good. I think I'm doing good. Um, I'm not doing anything super wild. I'm just monitoring my calories in and calories out, and actively attempting to be more active, I guess. Um, and I think I could be doing a better job if I slept occasionally because I feel like I'd have more energy so I could, I could, you know, be active better. But considering all everything I'm working under, and they say depression and sleeplessness are real, uh, usually lead to serious weight gain. And you know what? It is difficult, and I'm doing a good job, and I'm proud of myself, and nobody has noticed. Not a single person. I don't know if I have said this before. 
uh, uh, or set it on a recording. Uh, maybe I have. Uh, I apologize if I have, but um, uh, so, somebody at work made a snide comment because they noticed I'm getting up and walking around a lot more because part of the thing with, with Fitbit is you're supposed to do 250 steps every hour during the day, uh, which is kind of separate from the 10,000. And I'm making an attempt to hit that benchmark every day, which means sometimes I just get up and I walk around the very small building I work in. So I usually have to do a couple laps of the space that's available to me. And people are starting to notice and somebody asked me and I finally just, it was easier to just say the truth rather than try to make up something. And, uh, you know, so I told them and they're like, oh, well, keep at it. You'll see results eventually. And at that point I had lost 25 pounds. And uh, so I told my mother this and I told it that way. And I'm like, you know, about the snide remark. And I say, you know what? I've lost 25 pounds. So, you know, shut up, dummy. And my mother's response, and she said this enthusiastically as if this was good news. She goes, oh, you really can't tell. So, okay, cool. We're doing great here, guys. Um, <laughs> this, this may be a contributing factor to my depression as I'm working very hard and nobody cares. But, uh, you know, I'll keep at it. Uh, things are going pretty, pretty well. Like, I don't know. Usually I give up when things are difficult, so... This is, this is, I don't know. I just wanted to brag, I guess. But I have to do it to, into a microphone rather than look somebody in the eyes because I, the last thing I want is another person <laughs> going, oh, wow, you really can't tell. Or I hadn't noticed because nobody has noticed. I had to buy a new smaller belt and nobody has noticed. I think that gives you a clue for how much the people in my life uh, pay attention to me. Which which is to say, I mean, I could do, it gives me courage to think I could do something really wild with my hair and nobody would say anything about it because they, they wouldn't notice if I suddenly went mohawk. Uh, uh, there, there is a part of me that makes... I'm Mr. Nobody from the Doom Patrol, basically. <laughs> you can only see me when you aren't looking directly at me. <laughs> oh. Anyway, point is, I'm trying. I'm going to keep trying. Uh, I anticipate still nobody will be that interested, but I'm going to plug away. We'll see. Uh, I sort of regret, because when you... When you start the program on Fitbit, you enter a goal weight. And I went sort of ludicrously low. I mean, maybe attainable, but it, it would be a... But uh, partly as a, as a Simpsons reference. <laughs> I am obviously in a position to make good, mature decisions about my health. And I sort of wish I had not done that now because... Uh, I've done a very good job, but my, my little circle is is very far off because it is not filling in because it's like, oh, you're still 48 pounds from your goal. <laughs> oh, I'm doing everything badly, guys. I'm so bad at this. Um, at some point, I think I need to learn some 
uh, like I did a thing online and it, maybe I'm supposed to be eating more calories than I am because I'm actually slowing down my metabolism at the deficit I'm running. Um, I don't know. I'm going to need to actually learn some things rather than just free balling it. But so far, so good. Uh, uh, leave your encouragement in the comments. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten a comment in 48 episodes. <laughs> I don't even know if that feature still exists. Um, I guess that's all of the... That's everything I'm comfortable talking about, so... Let's jump ahead to the Batman. Um, I'm going to write something about it for uh, the APIVE, uh, my very good website that I've only been sporadically updating. But the short version, because everybody asks me about Batman, my thoughts on Batman things, and uh, it occurs to me that people who have known me for less than 10 years have never gotten to experience me enjoying a Batman movie. Uh, that's, that's, uh, unless you count uh, Lego Batman, which, which is amazing. But, you know, an actual Batman movie with a human face in it. You know, they've never seen that. And, man, I still, I still get actively sad sometimes when I think about uh, Batman v Superman. And I don't, I don't want to be one of those guys who still, you know, Years later going, oh, The Last Jedi isn't canon. That doesn't count. Uh, shut up. Uh, if you liked it, fine. You're, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> now, now I'm just being a jerk. Uh, it's like, I, you know, that's... I, I care very much about Batman. And that was such a repellent version of Batman that we had for so long. Uh, I think I've talked before about how his... His arc in Batman v Superman is him embracing uh, Anne Rand uh, and realizing it's okay to endanger people as long as it means he, uh, a superior specimen, uh, has a better chance of winning a fight, which is awful. Um, I sort of generally don't like Ben Affleck. I feel he feels like kind of a bad guy, and the way he talks about uh, his ex-wife is really gross. And he just has the vibe of somebody who voted for Trump but pretended he didn't. Um, but more to the the point, I don't like his Batman. I mean, I don't like that they start out like after he's done all the Batman stuff and now he's cynical and uh, he, he doesn't care anymore. I, I like Batman who does Batman stuff. You know, like there's a there's a line in Batman v Superman where he's like, "Can you believe we used to fight a guy dressed like a penguin?" And it's like, "Yeah, that's the stuff I want to see. That's I would rather watch you fight a man dressed like a penguin than spend two hours planning to murder Superman." Uh, it's yeah, cynical over at Batman is my least favorite take on the character, and yeah, I, I no need to keep relitigating this after almost six years, but uh, I genuinely hate that movie. I cannot stand that take on Batman. Uh, uh, luckily, I can just ignore it. But at the time, when it came out, it, like, it like messed me up. With how, like, 
oh man, there's there's Batman stuff I can't even pretend to like coming out. Ugh. Anyway, that brings us to the Batman. Uh, I will say it's weird for the first time to have a Batman who is younger than I am. Um, that's that's an adjustment. Uh, also, when they the next James Bond will definitely be younger than I am, is my guess, and uh, that'll also be weird. Uh, I like Robert Pattinson. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie Good Time, he's he's real good in that. That's the one that made me go, okay, yeah, let's see what this guy can do. And, you know, uh, okay, so here's, here's the thing. It's a very long movie. It's a very grim movie. Uh, for, for, and like, yeah, there's a lot of shades with which you can paint Batman. Uh, I don't, like, I'm a big Riddler fan, but I've, you know, Frank Gorshin Riddler is kind of my guy, the goofy sort of, I'm going to talk about Frank Gorshin Riddler on another episode sometime because that's, I feel like that is a game-changing performance and that is actually uh, where, uh, when they brought the Joker back in the 70s and tried to make him scarier, it feels like they just based him on uh, Frank Gorshin's Riddler rather than anything that had been done with the Joker before. That's a separate uh, separate thing. Uh, and, you know, basically making him the Zodiac Killer is... I'm fine with it, because the Riddler is a goofy concept. And in order to make him work, you, you know, outside of a comic book where... He's sort of grandfathered in as a goofy concept. You have to do something. You have to tweak that somehow. Uh, you know, Batman the Animated Series, which is one of the best versions of Batman, made him a virtual reality guy. They didn't use him a lot, but that's still, you know, that was sort of his gimmick, and that, that worked. Uh, uh, Gotham, Gotham kind of made him Two-Face. He had two personalities. I think that's why they never got around to actually doing Two-Face. You know, and that was that was fun. That was a great Riddler performance. Um, you know, just uh, every once in a while, the comics they'll tweak him into something kind of weird, and it never quite takes. But it's a good way to do something. He's a character you can do something different with because there is no reason he should work, and it is frankly bizarre that the, considering there's already a character named the Joker. The fact that the Riddler is one of the ones who's made it the longest is just weird. So, you know, I don't mind. Mess with the Riddler. Do something different with him. I'm fine with that. Um, and so for, for the first two hours, it is very well made. And there are things about it that I love. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon is tremendous. I like his relationship with Robert Pattinson. Uh, I like Robert Pattinson's performance. Uh, it's a little more uh, angry young man than I'm used to, but this is supposed to be a young Batman, and everybody sort of made fun of him for the, the makeup that made him look like a Cure fan. But the thing is, all movie Batmans, under their mask, they have, they have black makeup around their eyes. You know, presumably to just, uh, so it looks like the mask goes all the way up to their eyeball. They've all had it. 
the only difference here is when he takes off his mask, that makeup is still there. Like when Bruce Wayne or Christian Bale takes off their mask, suddenly that makeup disappears. So that's, you know, as much as people goofed on that, that's that's just the the realism of what his costume is. Um, and and there's you know there's a lot of uh, uh, where law-abiding citizens are just as afraid of Batman as criminals, and it's a little more uh, brutal than I'd like. You know, I'm never a big fan of Batman continuing to punch somebody after they've lost consciousness. Uh, I don't really care for the I am vengeance line because he's not. He's justice. Uh, but, you know, I'm an old man and this is a Batman pitched at pitched at younger people because they can't keep making Batman stuff exclusively for me because, you know, my, my demographic's going to die out eventually. So it's one of those things where I could go, you know, it's not my tempo, but it's it's as good a version as you can do of, of that Batman. You know, I like the detective work. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is really good. Paul Dano's good. Colin Farrell is great as Penguin. He doesn't get much screen time, but he's so fun. Uh, you got Johnny Turtz in there. That's what I call John Turturro. Uh, and it's, you know, and it's very And I'm caught up in it. It's... I, I admire it. I'm enjoying it. I don't love it just because it's a little, it's not quite hitting the right Batman button for me, but it's like, yeah, a solid recommendation. This is a good Batman movie. And then the last hour is perfect. It has him, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but part of it is him confronting the reality of his whole I am vengeance attitude. And uh, there's a really beautiful moment with a flare that just had me in tears. It's like literally what I have wanted a Batman movie to do always. Like, as much as I like Batman punching people and, you know, doing ninja stuff, a movie having the climax be Batman helping people from something he, like, facing a threat that he can't stop, but putting his life on the line just to help. You know, it's, um, I hope that's not a spoiler. It's vague enough. Uh, uh, it is really beautiful. And after the, by the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, this is, I want to see, I want to see 10 movies about this Batman. Um, and, uh, you know, next year we get a Flash movie that has two Batman in it, none of whom are, none of whom are this one. So clearly they're doing great with their branding. But uh, yeah, so it's thumbs up from EJ. Uh, it won me over big time and uh, turned into exactly the, the, exactly the Batman movie I need in 2022, quite honestly. Uh, so that's my recommendations. They do, they do tease a Joker, and I hope we never see Joker in one of these movies. Um, I'm given that he's my favorite villain. I'm so burned out on Joker right now, and it feels like they always have to keep getting darker with him. And now that they've made the Riddler the Zodiac killer, I don't know what they do with Joker to go darker than that. 
but I'm not super interested in seeing that. I hope they do something different. Use a, you know, the villains we haven't seen before. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to see them try to, to out dark Heath Ledger, you know, or out, uh, out grime Joaquin Phoenix. It's, you know, let's just put a pause on Joker in movies. Keep him as an off-screen presence who speaks sometimes. It's fine. Uh, that was my only gripe, but that is a gripe based on something I am worried will happen in a future movie, which I can't hold against this movie. So way to go, the Batman. Um, uh, yeah, I also rewatched the most recent James Bond movie, and Jeffrey Wright is great in that too. And I'm like, man, I really like Jeffrey Wright. Let's take a minute to just appreciate him. Um, okay, so that's that's it. Uh, quick thank you to my sponsor, TeasedbySummer.com. Uh, best uh, comedy t-shirts and mugs you're going to find on the whole internet. Um, I have all of her mugs on my desk at work. And that is something that makes me happy at a job that I don't like. And, uh, uh, you know, I got those mugs right over by the phone, so I see them all the time. Uh, flanked by Funko figures of Peacemaker and Plastic Man. Um, which is not relevant, but kind of cute. Uh, they're great. She's great. Buy some stuff. Uh, this Saturday is two years of, of Teased by Summer being a storefront. So, you know what? You want to buy something? Buy it on Saturday and say happy anniversary. Or don't. I don't know if, you know. I mean, definitely buy something. You don't have to add the message. But it would be nice if you did. Uh, so, yeah. The best person. The best shirts. The best mugs. It's all great. Uh, I feel bad that I didn't record it for a few weeks. And I feel like I've uh, uh, let down my sponsor. But we're back in business for this week at least, baby. Um, that's it. I will probably post a full... Batman review on on the Ape Hive uh, later this week. Um, you can email me at uh, fedtalks at yahoo.com. I'm on Twitter at EJ Fettis. I'm on uh, Instagram at EJ underscore Fettis. Uh, I think I posted some funny pictures. I have posted two pictures of myself to show my weight loss, which does apparently seem to be invisible. And every time I've done that, I have lost followers. So I am taking the hint. Uh, apparently, these people are like, well, we like his jokes, but he is not fun to look at. Okay, message received. And that's on Instagram, where virtually everybody who follows me is somebody I sort of know. You know, Twitter, people who follow me on Twitter, I can't account for them, but... Instagram, almost everybody is somebody I've had interactions with. Uh, so that's hurtful, but we'll, we'll get through it. Um, that's it. I'm going to try to record next week. I make no promises. Uh, it's probably good for me to make an attempt. So we'll give it a shot. Uh, and I'll start doing my Marvel movie rewatch so I can have something to talk a little bit about every few minutes every few minutes that, that sounded wrong that was wrong um also i watched the movie super for the first time that's really good 
This is one of James Gunn's first movies with Rain Wilson as a sad man who puts on a superhero costume and starts hitting criminals with wrenches because he can't deal with his wife leaving him. And it's it's kind of over the top and there are some upsetting things that happen. But it's also very funny and it's kind of sweet in the way of uh, that you get from Guardians of the Galaxy or Peacemaker where there's this affection for weirdos. Uh, so check that out. It's it's real violent, though. So if you're easily grossed out, don't check it out. For Pete's sake, know your limits. All right, that's all I got. I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Fed Talks is a Full Boys production. Wah, 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 wah.